Welcome to Brand Lover, honest, real, and lively conversations for flourishing entrepreneurs and budding business owners on a mission to cultivate a heartfelt brand that connects with their purpose-driven mission. My hope is that you walk away feeling inspired and refreshed with a weekly takeaway in your back pocket that you can apply to your life or business. A huge welcome to Carly Plowman, aka Technobird, a seasoned professional in the field of website design and SEO, dedicated to supporting women in small business and solopreneurs. With over 10 years of experience, Carly has established herself as a leader in the industry, having worked with a diverse range of businesses across various sectors. Her business, Technobird, serves as a platform for empowering business owners with the knowledge and skills necessary to thrive in the digital landscape. Welcome, Carly. Carly. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Pleasure. It's my pleasure. And I'm sure lots of other people's pleasure who's listening to this and interested oh. to like learn about your journey and um, how they can harness the power of SEO for their website. But before we get into that, can you please tell us a little bit about yourself just personally and also your um, your brand? Yeah. So as you said in my intro, I've been doing um, this for 10 years now. I started my business in 2013. Um, I have the same sort of story that a lot of uh, mums in business have where you go on maternity leave and want to change lifestyle and work for yourself and have more flexibility and all those kinds of things. Um, But at the time, didn't really know that this is where I'd end up doing web design. It wasn't something I like studied in school or went to uni for. I have no like formal qualifications in web design or SEO. Um, it was just like a chance kind of sort of fell in my lap kind of thing at the time and got curious about how websites worked and how you build them and just did started doing my own research basically and um you know from starting that research I just was like this is for me I just really really enjoyed it and I'm like this just feels all right I understood it all and like especially when it came to SEO like that can be such a minefield for people and super scary but for some reason that all just really clicks for me and I can't even tell you why or how it just (laughs) does it's so weird I know and so I was like you know this is a career that I could do from home whilst raising kids there's lots of flexibility there's longevity in it because I can't see websites ever dying really mm-hmm. <laughs> um and I'm like well I've got nothing to lose like I was on maternity leave so I'm like you've got a year see if you you know can dip your toe into the industry if you like it yeah. uh, if you can build something on it and then if not that's okay um but yeah the more I learned and just started playing and getting into it I was like this is me this is me I'm done this is my career a lot wow yeah do you mind me asking yeah what were you doing before the maternity leave boring old admin like (laughs) just corporate admin like dead end nothing jobs like always in office admin of some kind uh and also childcare. um I was I've been a nanny many times um so yeah kind of flipping between those two knowing that like that was never really what I was meant to be doing mm. but just did it because I didn't know what else there was yeah. I didn't ha- didn't didn't know my passion until I did when I was 29 um wow. so yeah it was a big relief when I sort of was like this is it <laughs> this oh, is what I'm meant to be doing it's such a time like 
Yeah. Incredible. And to, to, I love what you said. You have nothing to lose. Like you just no. you dipped your toe in and thought like, thought, okay, well, give it a go. Something I like could learn on the job, I guess, yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, and also knowing like if it didn't work out, then I had a backup option of going back to work or finding something else. But also because there's so many branches to this job yeah. as well, I mean, especially in SEO, like you can do like content marketing or Google ads or like there's so many um, branches to the street. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like, and also I had like no money, no experience, nothing yeah. I started from absolutely nothing. So I didn't lose anything investment wise. Yeah. Um, I didn't need anything to start. So yeah. yeah. Well, now I'm curious, how did you get your first client if you weren't already <laughs> like an expert in web design? Yeah. My first client was my brother-in-law, actually. He's an oh. artist. Yeah, and um, he didn't have a website and I just said, well, can I build one for you? And he's like, yeah, go for it. So just built. Like, and I used Wix because I knew I could build in there for free, didn't have to sign up for anything. Um, and what I love about Wix is that you can build a whole website without paying anything. Like I know in Squarespace and Shopify, like oh. after two weeks you have to start paying like yeah. for hosting or something and with which you don't like you can just use it completely free until you want to publish a site then obviously you have to pay for hosting oh, um yeah yeah which is why I was like well this is great um, yeah. while I work it out and then I think um yeah so I did his site and then I had a friend who I worked with in my old job who was also a mom and starting her own business in um she was cre- creating like wooden baby signs with like their birth dates and name and all that kind of thing and she's like oh could you build one for me so I can sell my um signs and I'm like yes but just FYI I've never done this before are you happy for me to like figure my way out and through it and she's like yeah absolutely it'll be fine so yeah that's how I got my first couple of clients I think I charged her like 300 bucks yeah <laughs> for that website and um I mean, I look back at that website now and I'm mortified because it was terrible, yes. absolutely terrible. At the time, I'm like, this is great. No, yeah. my gosh. Now I'm like, oh, no. But, you know, so grateful for her and Daniel yeah. for letting me, you know, play with their websites and, and let me experiment as I went. So Best way to learn, though, isn't it? Just doing yeah. it. Yeah. Just get in and do it. Yeah. That's exactly. a good lesson for business, you know, like people put off, put off, put off offering things. Yeah. I think they have to be perfect or they have to know it all. Yeah, like self-doubt, like, you know, who would hire me? I don't know what I'm doing. But, yeah. you know, you just got to start and, and build your skills as you go and play yeah. with different, like, platforms and and you eventually just sort of find what works for you and you're, mm. if you just you um, get a personal style or yeah. you like to work with specific people like all of that just sort of comes but none of that comes unless you just start yeah um yeah you have to start with like where you are and with what you've got exactly I love that saying I love it yeah all right so you are now now that you have many years of experience under your belt a Mm self-confessed SEO advocate so could you please break that down what exactly is SEO and how does it work SEO at the end of the day, like I'm all about simplicity. So I don't like to bombard people with lots of technical explanations and use mm-hmm. big scary words and things like that. So at the end of the day, SEO is basically called search engine optimization, which in a 
simpler term means getting found online. That mm-hmm. is at the end of the day or getting found on Google, I should say. Um, so it's, yeah, it's really simple. Like the aim of SEO, no matter what you do, like ads or organic SEO or whatever, like even social media marketing, all of it is to get found on Google and as high up in Google rankings as possible because the higher up in the rankings you are, the increase, the percentage increases of people that will click on you from Google. Google. So if you're on like page one, position two, three, or one, two, or three, mm. your click-through rate, so click from your Google listing to your website is at its highest. And then the lower your ranking goes, the lower that click-through rate gets. Mm-hmm. So you want to be on page one and as high as possible as you can for all of the search terms that people might put into Google in order to find your business, your services, your products, et cetera. Um, Yeah. So that at the end of the day is basically what SEO is. And yes, there are lots of different branches to SEO. You can, you can do many different things. Like I said, ads and social media marketing and organic SEO, all of that. Um, and figuring out what works for you is something that you will learn over time. Mm-hmm. Um, but organic SEO is predominantly what I niche in um, rather than like paid SEO, like paid ads, for example, okay. uh, because it is free, essentially. Yeah. I guess in a way it's free, like hiring an SEO expert to help you that obviously won't come free, but the actual art of the SEO side of things is. Yeah. Um, and lots of people you know who are starting out in business don't have big budgets and or any budgets at all but obviously need to get found on google to start generating clicks to their sites and conversions and all that sort of thing um so that side of it you could absolutely do yourself because all the information that you need is online and it's free information so Mm -hmm. i'm just sort of act as a guide to tell you where you should be starting, what what to what you should invest in first, whether mm-hmm. that's like optimization of your website or keywords or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then you can like take that info and go and do it all yourself if you like, or you can work with an SEO person like yeah. myself to help you, you know, do that. So yeah. Yeah. So and that kind of like I guess you almost already answered this, but just so that it's black and white. When mm-hmm. would somebody think about investing in SEO? I mean, ideally, from the very beginning of your business online journey, yeah. <laughs> I hate that saying journey, but that's, journey, I don't know, yeah. I know, but what other word is there? I, mean, I don't know. know. Adventure? I don't know. Maybe. Well, it's more like a roller coaster ride. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, it can be for sure. <laughs> um, so if you're someone who is like starting out in business and it's your first website, then I would definitely be investing in optimizing the website and getting SEO things, even just the basics like doing keyword research and writing really good content and making sure that your website is easy to use and mobile friendly from the very first point of your website. Mm -hmm. Like don't launch your site and then 12 months later go, I probably should do something about SEO. I mean, you can, like that's, it's not, it's okay if you don't. But ideally, in an ideal world, getting it out there from the first time Google comes and crawls your website, comes and looks at your site for the very first time, looking for all the things that they need to look for is Mm. ideal world. Um, So, yeah, I'm definitely someone who's like, don't leave it too late or it's not really, there's not actually saying don't leave it too late. There's no real too late. Like you can always 
come back and start SEO on your site, even if it's five years old, like hmm. there is still opportunity for you to do well in SEO and on and Google if you're five years into it. But yeah. ideally, as soon as you can. <laughs> yeah. And what would be the very basic kind of things that you would recommend focusing on? Like if there were yeah. things that say somebody just built their own site and they wanted to yeah. try and do things right, just to keep it simple for them, what would be your top three things to focus on? Definitely number one would be keyword research um, because that is what's going to connect you with your ideal client or customer on Google. If that's where you're going to or hoping to find your clients or customers from Google, then those keywords have to be pinpoint because mm -hmm. they're going onto Google and they're typing in the service that you provide. And if you're not coming up, you're not going to be seen. You're not going to be clicked on and you're not going to be hired, I suppose. Mm -hmm. um, so those keywords have to be in your site where Google needs to find them, not even just in the back end, like not even just in your meta tags, image, alt titles. They need to be in the content as well. So if you're starting out and you're working with a copywriter, for example, they should ask you what your keywords are or if you need help with keyword research so that they can use those keywords throughout the content as well. That's really important. So it's not all about like the back end and the meta tags and all that stuff. It's also within the content. So number one, definitely keyword research. Um, number two would be making sure it's mobile friendly for sure because Google now look at your mobile site before they look at your desktop site mm. um, and that is I'm pretty sure everyone knows that you know Google index or Google searching on your phone is easy everyone just picks up their phones that yeah. and they just want to find you super quickly Thanks. then once they find you yeah, on your on their phone, they'll look at your site and they'll judge your site from what they see. Um, if they land on your mobile site and you know it's not properly formatted, their menu's hard to use, they have to zoom in to look at the words on your site, they'll just go, This is shit. I can't yeah. even use this site. And they're just yeah. gonna exit. Um, so you wanna really land that first impression, and that is now happening on mobile more yeah. than it is desktop. So really important to make sure that your website's responsive on mobile and um, tablet and all kinds of screen mm. sizes, but that'll also come down to the platform use. I think most platforms now are really good in yeah. automating that. Some you have to go in and like fix up some of the formatting manually. I think show it's maybe probably the worst one for that where they don't automatically um up to uh, format your mobile site. I think they're separate. If someone's a show it expert, please correct yeah. me if I'm wrong there. I'm not a show it expert. That's just what I've heard. Yeah. Um, but I know like Wix and Squarespace and Shopify yeah. mostly um, make that really easy and you know, might only have to adjust a few things. So, yeah, so that would be number two. Yeah. Uh, and number three, which is kind of like later down, the track, I guess, after your site's launched and everything's going, definitely setting up Google Analytics and Google Search Console so that you can track your website performance so that you know um, or you can make the best decisions possible for your content marketing and your other marketing that you're doing based on the actual data of your website. So that's knowing, you know, who is coming to your site, how they're coming to your site, 
what keywords they're typing into Google to find your website, what pages they're looking at, what blog posts they're interacting with, you know, where they're clicking, where they're not clicking, all those things Mm. um, is really, really important to know so that you can then make really good decisions going forward for your digital marketing efforts. Otherwise, you are just doing a guessing game or hoping for the best and that's just not going to get you anywhere Mm. Um, and you don't have to learn those tools back to front either like even just start with the dashboard of google analytics where it gives you a summary of things like start there just learn the basics Um, and as you go you know sort of you can depending on if you're uh, e-commerce website or or not because e-commerce you can get lots more data on conversion rates and all that kind of thing but yeah those would be definitely my top three yeah amazing um so I know this I don't know if this is obvious or not but <laughs> what would you recommend as an indicator to test if your SEO is working well yeah so definitely Google Analytics and Google Search mm-hmm. Console will tell you like if you're getting traffic and then if you're getting the traffic are you then converting Mm -hmm. all of that info comes from those platforms and there's other um there's other platforms that you can use like one I use is called SE ranking um where you can get so much more information like it integrates your Google Analytics and Search Console into the platform but it's also a place where you can do like competitor research for example so if you want to keep an eye on your direct competitors and know sort of what they're doing and how they're doing it to to beat them because it kind of is a competition at the end of the day when it comes to Google, like you are trying to yeah. you know, kick people out of top spots so you That's can get it. it. You do have to keep an eye on sort of what they're doing, not like yeah. obsess over it. Yes. I would never say like check every day, yeah. but I would definitely suggest just looking in every now and then at what they're doing and how they're doing it and see if you can better it or improve it or compete with them in some way. Okay. Maybe they're doing really good. They've got really good keywords or there's a particular blog post that they've written that's really resonating with people and go and have a look at it and understand why and how maybe you can compete with that blog post yourself, for example. So, yeah. i got to say that I, I know this is digressing on the topic somewhat, but I just love the way that you talk about competitors because oh, we are in business and we have competitors. Like we yeah. have competition. Even if you don't care about them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And, you know, it's not to sort of, yeah, as you say, obsess over them or let them get, no. you know, it's not to trigger imposter syndrome or anything, but we really do strategically no. need to know who our competitors are and, and keep an eye on what they're up to so that they don't get yeah. ahead of you. <laughs> they're looking at what you're doing too. Exactly. Like, yeah. Don't so think it's one way street. <laughs> yeah, no, I love that. Yeah. But, you know, like I think like there's, I think collaboration and competition are too often like compared as you have, it has to be one or the other, but I don't believe that's that to be true at all. Like I think they work no. completely differently. Um, so, yeah. Mates is a web designer and she works in WordPress and I work in Wix and Shopify. So like we are competitors because we've both got very similar clients. Doesn't matter that the platforms we use are different. That make, that has nothing to do with it. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like I will, I'll have a look at, you know, what she's doing keyword wise and how she's getting traffic. She'll look at mine and we'll be like, Oh bitch, like get all those. How did you get that client? But it's not like it's who cares? There are so yeah. many 
clients out there waiting yeah. for you to work with them. There is enough for yeah. everyone. There is there is plenty for everyone. Plenty. Um, but yeah, it's still it's still a good idea to keep an eye. Like I said, do not obsess over it though. Um, I know that companies do like bigger companies obviously obsess over it because mm-hmm. they've got the budget <laughs> to yeah. for it. But us little people, like don't don't stress over if your direct competitor is know getting more traffic than you um just have a look at what they're doing and and then look at how you can improve in your own way like stay in your own path but just yeah keep an eye on every now and then it's healthy I think I think it's healthy I also find it quite motivating like you know to see somebody else Mm -hmm. doing something and kind of go oh yeah wish I thought of that and then yes think, oh, and that can spark another idea I do that better or how could I do that a little differently for my yes audience? But yeah and yeah I love lovely. it I actually find it inspiring yeah, to look inspiring. at other people what they're doing yeah yeah, yeah. Um, sure. that, gives me that fire in my belly it's like right it does <laughs> and some reassurance I, I, I also get reassurance from looking at other web designers yeah. and looking at I like to look at their packages and what they're yeah. what they're including and how much they're charging because then that just helps me to improve my stuff you know so I actually find it inspiring to look at your competitors (laughs) yeah yeah I love that I love this conversation um all right so (laughs) so to wrap up then um do you have any final tips or I think you've covered a fair bit really tips okay I definitely um I'm a big keywords person like that is one of the main SEO services that I provide and have been doing that for years um, so if you're listening to this and you have a website and you've not done any keyword research or looked at like revised your keywords in quite some time, I would definitely be considering looking into that. Mm-hmm. Um, do an audit on your site, have a look at the keywords you're ranking for, maybe the keywords you were ranking for, you know, changed because that mm-hmm. can happen quite regularly, like something you were targeting a year ago, maybe the wording is slightly changed and you need to then go in and change the keyword in your site um Mm. I think people often make the mistake of maybe doing the keyword research and putting them in the site and being like done don't need to worry about that anymore and then they don't think to come back and review it um but you really do need to review them (laughs) (laughs) really very vulnerable right now (laughs) (laughs) sorry okay that's good Add that to your to-do list. I'm just going to write some notes. New keywords. <laughs> That's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. um, and then I think, uh, I guess the other thing to look at is um, your site overall. Like how is the user experience of your site? Have you updated the layout or the design or the colours mm-hmm. or the images in a while? Um, sometimes we can just leave our sites um, sort of static for a while because we think that it's finished but yeah. a website is never finished. A website's never completed. It's an ever-evolving thing, something you have to maintain. It's like a plant. You have to water it mm. to keep it growing. Mm. Um, so, yeah, those are my two tips. Thank you. They're amazing. Um, That's okay. <laughs> all right, I have some fun rapid-fire questions for you now. So I'm just going to okay. read out a word and then it's whatever comes to mind. Cool. Okay. What's your favourite app? Instagram. Time of day? Nighttime. when the world is quiet (laughs) yes peaceful um all right type of exercise pardon sorry cut out netball netball oh that's right I forgot about that netball (laughs) bond Um, yes okay um habit or ritual um habit or ritual good question um I don't know if I have any 
rituals. I mean, this is boring, but I love walking. I love walking and listening to podcasts. The only time I can listen to podcasts is when I'm walking and don't have other distractions. Um, I love that. Oh no, nails! I let my nails done this morning. We can oh, yeah. see on the camera. <laughs> We're very on brand. I know, right? Pink is my, nice. my brand. Fresh. Um, oh god, boring. I need some new habits. <laughs> that's all right. What massages. I, I love massages. Was that a habit? My favorite ritual was making a coffee. So yeah. that, you know, I I'm think not it... a coffee drinker. I can't oh. use that one. Yeah, oh, I'm not a coffee or tea drinker. Well, that's an or easy. a wine drinker. <laughs> I don't know if we can be friends, Carly. I know. People say that to you all the time. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm okay, favourite way to relax? Um, sitting on the couch, watching the Netflix show, just binging a Netflix show. That is pretty much it. Zoning out. Love it. All right. Or TikTok. <laughs> TikTok. Yeah. Um, all right. Favourite thing about your business? Oh, probably the variety. I like to have different, um, like I used to, when I worked in office, it was often the same thing every day over and over for forever. And so this. Forever. Forever, (laughs) basically. And you're like, oh God, is this really my life? And then I came into this industry and there are so many different things you can do. So I love having lots of variety. Um, one day I could be designing a site for a psychologist and the next day I could be doing a keyword research um, plan for an online store. And then the next day I'm like auditing a Shopify site. Like there's so, it's, you know, always on the go, lots of different things. So I think yeah. you get the variety and creativity that this gives me. Yeah. I love that. All right. <laughs> Very last thing, um, where yeah. can we find you? Do you have any cool resources to people to come and grab? And Oh, yes, I do actually. Um, oh. I've just updated them. So good question, oh, good cool. timing. Um, go onto my website, which is thetechnobird.com.au. Go to the shop page and I've just added a couple of freebies on there. One is a DIY SEO audit. Amazing. Which helps you to, yeah, audit your own site, uh, SEO and know what's working what's not what you need to do so that's on there there's also um a brand new checklist that i've just created which is a website optimization checklist um and then the other freebie is a another guide on how to do your own keyword research and where to put them um and then i've also just created a new ebook i know i got really creative and i've done all this new stuff I know, I just got really inspired. Like, you know, you do stuff the time to, like, update your own yeah. stuff. Like, you're always working on other people's SEO. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, there's an ebook on there that's also about website optimization and why it's important and how to do it. And the checklist you get free with that. It's not, The ebook's not free, but the checklist is. You can get them separately if you want to. Yeah. Um, and then there's some other resources on there that are all under $80 as well. So I've tried to make them really affordable for people. Yeah. So. And yeah, other than that, I'm on yeah. Instagram um, and threads. I'm loving threads. Are you on threads? You've been on threads a lot lately. I kind of fade in and out of there. Like I really like it when I'm there and then I forget about it because it's not part of my social ritual. <laughs> my social when that first came out, I'm like, no, I don't want to do another social media. I can't do this. Like didn't want anything to do with it. Got on there because, of course, curious. And I was like, this is great. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. Many cool people on there. Um, And people I never would have met before. Like I've just worked with a VA who helped me set up 
um, Moxie. I've just moved from Dubsado to Moxie. Um, and I found her via threads. So, and she's great. Like I can see me working with her more in the future. So had had threads not have been a thing, I don't know if I would have found her, which is great. Yeah. Yeah. Go on over to threads. Cool. Yeah, come hang out with threads. 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 Thank you so much, Carly. This has been a really fun conversation and incredibly valuable as everything that you do is. Um, just so that if anyone's listening, Carly has been a guest expert inside my membership, The Branding Hub, and it blew our minds. Like it is so amazing. Um, oh, and thank you. Resources are incredible. I'm going to be probably just about to go and download all those free things you, you just mentioned. Yes. so yeah I've seen inside some of her other paid resources and they are just next level so um highly highly um thank you so much for chatting with me on the podcast oh thanks Rach thanks so much for having me I love chatting with you if you found this episode inspiring or helpful I invite you to share the link with another woman in business or someone who needs to hear this message Every woman we can support to grow a meaningful, profitable brand is another woman who is free to live a purposeful life for herself and be more present for her family. None of us are alone in the challenges we face in business, but the solution can start with a gift from someone else, and it could be a podcast episode just like this one. Thank you for listening.